Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Soul Deep In. My name is Elizabeth Anna, and I am your host. Today's episode is going to be me again, solo. It's been a little bit difficult. There's a lot going on right now, and it's been hard to um, to kind of coordinate and have guests. I just and I'm just kind of going with the flow not resisting just letting things be and today this week I've had so much that I've been wanting to share and I'm always like I'll remember I'll remember and today I was like oh my goodness what was everything that I had in my mind the other day I wish I would have written it down or recorded myself speaking when it was coming to me because sometimes it's like yeah I still remember the topic but the way that I was sort of understanding everything that you know, I was feeling was, I'm just hoping that I can really convey what I was, what I felt I received in the same manner that I received it. So that uh, maybe you can see it the same way I did, or differently. I mean, at the end of the day, we all see things as we are, right? So uh, today's episode is going to be kind of sharing about how we sometimes feel this need to choose a side and I guess I'll I'll be talking about my journey through that and how I have come to sort of accept that there are just some things that I refuse to pick a side for or to label myself as and uh, sort of just kind of accept like I'm unsure of how I feel about this. And so, because I'm unsure, I refuse to, like, I'll share my opinion. I'll share what I think. But I don't want to just agree. And so, there's going to be some controversial subjects because we're going to be talking about politics and religion, which I grew up always saying those are things you just don't talk about. And because... That's what I was told. Those became my favorite things to talk about for a long time. And then they became my unfavorite things to talk about. (laughs) Uh, And it became sort of this thing that I started rejecting. I find myself kind of on like this side of I I don't want anything to do with it. Which is, I feel also wrong because it's not honest the truth is that I almost started to feel pressure like I had to choose and if I didn't agree with somebody then that meant that I was the opposite of them and that meant that they had already decided who I was based on my not agreeing with their perspective and it's really frustrating because it's not like that at all and so I'm just going to dig right in. I did the intro and I'm digging right in. I'm not separating it. I'm just going to go and basically share my heart, my thoughts and how how I've been feeling when it comes to, uh, I guess we could start with politics. I grew up in a Latin Cuban, Cuban household. So I was raised to be a Republican. And so first time voting, I did what I was taught. And I 
didn't really question much of it. I just was like, my dad knows what he's talking about. I'm going to listen to him. But then I started, I don't know, getting curious, finding out my own information. And then I felt like, hey, I don't really like this. <laughs> I don't really agree with everything. So naturally, because I didn't agree with one side, what did I do? I went to the other. And so it was a topic that we didn't speak about much in the house because I wasn't trying to hide my views. <laughs> and so it always ended up in some form of argument because being on the other side meant you were against everything. And coming from a country that uh, was uh, communist, everything on the other side represented what that country became, at least for my father. And so I always respected his opinion, but I didn't see it the way he did at all, at all. And then, <laughs> as time went on, I swayed. And so I completely removed any political party. And then I was like, I don't, I'm just going to vote for whoever I like. <laughs> and I went like that for a while. And then, at least in the last few years, I've honestly been like, I don't want to vote. <laughs> and I know that that makes people angry because they're like, you're giving up your vote. But I just feel like both ends of the spectrum have been, they're, they're all manipulated. I don't think anything is, I think both sides have been completely brainwashed to just keep us divided. And therefore, we can never overturn uh, any type of, I don't know, uh, tyranny or any type of dictatorship we say we're free but in reality we're divided we're anything but and so to me freedom means i'm not playing the game anymore because it's obvious that there's bigger people at play here and it's not even about conspiracy it's genuinely just like i can't agree with everything one side says i'm never going to agree wholeheartedly with what one side says but even when I was in, like when I was a Christian, it was like, you need to vote for the policies that back up your beliefs. But I was like, no, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. It just didn't, like, even then it didn't make sense. And I remember one year, I think it was uh, first year that Trump run, ran <laughs> for president. And, and I know this might make other, some people angry, right? because I'm going to say my piece on what I think Trump represented for our country. But I remember that year I actually wrote in, I vote for God <laughs> because I was like, I can't in my heart, like wholeheartedly vote just because I'm being told this is who I should vote for. But what I feel like Trump's presidency showed me I, as a person, I've never liked him. Um, but it showed me that he wasn't a politician. He couldn't be controlled. And therefore, it was manipulated to, like, again, the division of, like, people idolizing him and then people completely hating on him. And again, here we are divided. There's ne there's, I don't want to say there's never going to be a time when we all come together and agree on something. But I just feel as if their goal, their sole purpose is to keep us completely and totally 
not in accordance, not in agreement. And I get it. There were a lot of people. And so that it's the beauty in being able to choose. Like I know that I am grateful for the fact that I have a choice in saying, I don't even want to go place a vote anymore. I, I don't want to. I feel like it's all being manipulated. It's all being controlled. And so me going and saying, I choose this person when I don't even know who that person is. I'm just going off what they're telling me. But then when they get to the position that they're meant to be in, I don't know who's controlling them. And so wh why? <laughs> why spend energy to then sit here and complain? So all I can control is myself. And yes, myself is bound by the world I live in in some ways, right? Because the policies that go into place and, the you know, like all these political things that do play into my livelihood they do so it's not like I don't care it's just that I really genuinely don't feel like it's going to make much of a difference and so so much I feel like so much of people's energy goes into this into like arguing with each other into trying to get their points across no because I'm right and you're wrong and if you believe this and you're this and you're that and it's it's exhausting and so I do like to talk about it. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't because I feel like if I can have an, a, a respectful conversation with somebody where I can speak my mind and you can speak yours and we don't have to like attack each other. Let's just say what we think, what we believe and why while still giving the other space to be without that. If I can have that and it's rare having that, but if I can have that, then I do enjoy these conversations because I feel like we can learn from one another. Like opening yourself up to hearing somebody else's perspective allows you to see things differently, but you have to be open. If you already have convinced yourself that what you think is the only way, then you've been brainwashed. You've been, you've allowed yourself to be controlled and manipulated in some way. And that is where like, I feel I am right now. I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle like I have a friend a while ago that said to me, I feel like politically I'm homeless. <laughs> and I, it's, I, I don't want to say I'm homeless because I'm not. I am just, I don't, I don't, I can't really wholeheartedly, I won't sway one specific way because it just doesn't feel like I'm doing it honestly. And I, maybe I need to learn more educate myself more but it just feels like it's exhausting and everything every time that I start like to read or to listen or to kind of say okay I'm, I'm gonna see what I'm gonna do here let me learn about this candidate let me learn about this candidate and then it's like these are my only two options because everybody else we know that they get eliminated so I it's just it just ends up feeling as if it doesn't matter and so personally, I feel like I'd rather not waste my energy on it because it just doesn't, I don't know, I don't know. Tomorrow I may come on here and say something completely differently, but that is what I feel today. And I've always kind of tiptoed around this subject, something that I used, to, I feel like I used to be so bold about because um, I felt passionate about it. I felt passionate about learning things and and, you know, and why I was voting for a specific candidate. And because I really did feel like my vote mattered. But it always ends up being that everything that we're told, everything that we're promised, everything that we think that they care about 
by the time they're in that position, it's, it's just not happening. So it's either they genuinely never cared or somebody else is, you know, making sure that they don't do the things that they said they were going to do. And so I feel like contributing to it keeps me in that game of I'm just being manipulated as well. And I don't want to be manipulated anymore. I don't. And sometimes it almost feels like um, my stance, like, or I've had people say that, that the way that I'm thinking is a manipulation of some sort. So, like, almost saying, like, I've been brainwashed to think that I shouldn't vote. And so, therefore, uh, me not voting is a kind of giving up my vote for whoever it is that they don't want to win. And it's like, okay, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I, again, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Not anymore. It used to, but not anymore. If anybody wants to talk more on this to help me maybe see it in a different light, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. I'm open to having like a, you know, a, a civil discussion where we can genuinely uh, learn from one another. And I feel like the same thing happened to me with religion. Like I, I grew up in a house where faith was very, uh, it, it, it was visible. My dad was a like, big believer, he, a lot of faith, not religious at all. Um, his faith was personal, and I, I've always loved and admired it, but he didn't close himself off to learning other things as well. And so even though I grew up going to you know, Catholic school, and so therefore in some ways I was indoctrinated into some form of religion, we didn't really practice it. And then I myself ended up getting curious and I wanted to learn different religions. And then I uh, ended up going to a, I remember like I was young and I decided I didn't want to be Catholic anymore. And so I became a Christian, but I never wholeheartedly went into it. I, like I kind of just started learning it here and there. And then um, years later, I started, a friend invited me to church and I started going. And I would go and take the, I would see the, um, the services and, and just kind of be like, okay, I can take something out of this. I don't really, I never really, at that point, I didn't really believe the whole um, religious aspect of it. It didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And so, but I always felt like I could leave there with like learning something, learning something about how to apply this belief in my life and little by little little by little little by little the more I went the more I was like hmm and I got more curious and I got more curious and then I just kind of went head first head first and uh, I, I don't blame the religion I blame myself because I feel like my mind sometimes tends to go into extremes and so I became like this person that was constantly trying to get things right and do things right. And if I messed up, I felt like I had let God down. And it was like this, like trying to be perfect. And, and then, you know, having judgments of others who were not 
who were saying they were walking the walk and who believed and yet were living in a manner that wasn't uh, reflective of what they said they were, you know, they believed in. Like, if you say, you're a Christian, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, that's so wrong. So I became judgmental. And I've never really considered myself to be a person that would, like, like, I don't consider myself a judgmental person. I, I have judged because we all do. I think it's impossible to live your life and not have judgment. It's how you decide who, you know, you want to be friends with or not. You have to be able to make some form of judgment. But placing judgment based on, um, like, to judge a person and, and kind of come to this realization that they're good or bad or that they're right or wrong. And, like, all these, uh, like, that type of judgment, that's, that's not okay. And I found myself falling into that. And I found myself closing up. Whereas before I was very open about things of my past, things I've struggled with. I found myself being afraid of having that same judgment on me. So I found myself trying to become something that I wasn't. And this is why I say that while I truly found a connection to God through Christianity, I did. Um... And I always say that the reason that I found that connection was because from a very young age, I have had, uh, I guess you could say like a deep empathy, like for people. <laughs> and it's usually in a weird way. Like if there's somebody on trial, like a, I'll give an example of something that's like really strong and people usually have like a very... Um, like it's a very strong opinion on it and it's usually very uh uh how do you call it it's very oh i can't remember the word but it's uh 90 percent. i want to say even maybe higher than that everybody's always like may she burn in hell like a like a mother who has taken her children's lives away who has killed her children or something like that that's harsh or even a school shooter those are subjects that I feel like are extremely um, difficult because innocent lives were taken. But any time that I've been seen like uh, somebody on trial for these things, my heart would just be like, what happened to this person to make them do this? And so I like there was just something in me that would soften my heart and not feel the anger that most people felt like I hope they you know like I remember like seeing like you know or hearing people like anytime people would talk about this I hope that person burns in hell they're a piece of crap like all these things that it's like I, I, I get why they're saying it I mean like that's horrible but something in me felt different and so when I started like really learning about Jesus, I, the way that I found that connection was like, okay, a God that became man to understand us, to feel what we feel. Because as God, he can't know what it feels like to be human. He created us, but he sure as heck does not know. So it was like a God that literally came down to become his creation and to go through our struggles he didn't come here and wasn't king here he was a carpenter and so the story touched my heart because it made me feel like that just made me connect 
to my creator in a way that allowed me to feel this immense gratitude. And because it resonated in me, I was like, wow, this exists in me. I'm like that. I try to always put myself in other people's shoes. And so when I can not fathom the reason as to why somebody did something, my first initial reaction is like, this person must have so much pain that they don't even realize what they're doing. That's my only explanation that it could logically like be able to say, why would somebody, you know, take an innocent life? That can only come from pain. It can't come from anything else. I mean, yeah, we could say it's evil, but where does evil live? In your pain. Like if we really start to think about it, even if you want to go into like, you know, you know, biblical scripture and you want to say like God tells us, you know, not to be anxious, not to worry, to find joy. Like I'm not probably quoting the scripture exactly the same because I usually don't remember it all. But those are actual words in scripture, not verbatim, but they're there. And why do you think that is? It's because... To me, everything that exists that's evil feeds off whatever you end up feeling that is not closer to God. To me, God is everything that's good. And whether you want to see him as a, you know, our father, or you want to see him as energy, or whatever it is that you, or if you don't want to see him at all, right? Because there's people that genuinely don't believe. And I respect that. I don't understand it. Because no matter what I've gone through in my life, to me, God has always existed. And so it's just in different ways, in different forms, in different ways that I've connected to him. He exists. And so I feel that every religion that exists is a way to connect to God. And I know that a lot of people think that that's wrong because there's only one way. And I think that that's where I struggled the most when I became a Christian is that thinking that I had the answer and that everybody else was wrong. And that felt so egotistical that I was like, that cannot exist in God. <laughs> like it just, it, I don't see it if God is all good for him to be so egotistical that he would create only one way to reach him because he loves us all. He created us all. We're all made in his image. So like I just, it, it just never clicked for me. And so that's where I feel like the religion, even though people say Christianity is not a religion, right? But the beliefs or the way we've been taught to believe, it manipulates what I think it was originally created for and what, what it stands for, which is one way to connect to our creator, to our God, right? It's a beautiful way because in reality, it's, it, it brings us a sense of gratitude. And if you are feeling grateful, right, for your faith, or how you believe and, and if you're feeling grateful then it's less room for anything dark to exist in you you're not giving that you're not giving it you know but we're human so we fluctuate there's no way for us to be constantly grateful i think it's not that it's impossible but it's difficult because we're living our lives and we're living on earth and it's not like we can just be in our heads and meditating 24-7 unless we become like a monk and that is the path we choose but I don't want that life I think the ability to be able to experience things and f experience things and feel the contrast of like difficult and joy and happiness and sadness and anger and 
overcoming things. Like that's what I think is beautiful about the human experience. And you can only have it while you're in this human form. <laughs> so if whether or not this is the only life we have, then how are you going to choose to live it? And that's where I started to feel like, okay, I'm done with being told if what I believe in has to be this way and that if it's not this way, then I'm not a real believer. Or if it's not this way, then, um, you know, I'm giving up my vote or, you know, like the whole, uh, the whole, uh, uh, pandemic I don't want to mention the word but it, because it frustrates me so much because that's another way that they've divided us it's just so many things that if you look at it if you truly look at our world it's we're being manipulated into just constantly going against each other and I remember how difficult it was to come to this like decision of should I get the vaccine should I not I did not want to I don't even ever get the flu vaccine I've never been much of and it's not that I'm an anti you know uh, I'm not I, I've my child has had it I grew up with them so it's not like I am against it I just want to be more informed of what I'm doing and it's not because I'm this perfect person that puts amazing things in their body because nobody is Right, so I'm not ignorant to the fact that, um, you know, there, there's worse things in our foods. <laughs> Seriously, it was genuinely that everything felt like I was being forced to make a decision, and it didn't help that I had people that felt really strongly about it, saying a lot of things and scaring the shit out of, you know, me. But then I also had my child who literally almost died when he got this virus like spent a week in the hospital had to have 12 weeks of intravenous um antibiotics put in his system like he, he just and so and I was working I had just taken over a family business and the majority of the employees are elderly and the customers so it, it wasn't what I wanted to do my husband also was dealing with health issues and he you know, he, he could be more vulnerable. His job was requiring him to do it. He didn't even think about it. He just went and did it. Um, I really hesitated. I prayed. I meditated. I journaled. And I was like, I'm not sure what to do. And all my reasons for doing it at the end of the day were to protect others. And I said that if... I, if this is how I go, all right, <laughs> I did it for all the right reasons. I'm not, I'm not doing it because I have no choice. I do have a choice. But I was concerned about the people around me. I was concerned about my, me coming home with this and giving it to my husband. Me coming home and giving it to my son again, who had already gone through it horribly. Me going to work and giving it to one of the employees or one of the customers. My reasons for choosing to do this were based on trying to protect people around me and because I genuinely saw what it did to my son whether or not like I always say like whether or not like I think like I think really do think the virus saved him from what he had it made us aware that he had something and it had accelerated it's it's whatever you know whatever was in his body to like you know make it worse but 
he's here today and I'm grateful for that. And so, but then hearing people's opinion, you know, not knowing, you know, like what you decided, why you decided, and then like the way that they would like talk about it because they're listening to somebody else. So at the end of the day, um, it's, it's tough because everybody has a right to think how they think and everybody has a right to their opinion. And if you feel strongly about something, like I know right now me saying this might trigger some people into like, you know, if, if somebody believes in Jesus and in Christianity and they really believe that that is the only way, me saying that I don't believe that, like that could make somebody angry and that can make them angry towards me because they may believe wholeheartedly, right? That I am misleading others. And I can understand that because I was in that space once where I genuinely was concerned for people's um, salvation, for their souls. And I know that it comes from a good place. So as much as like I can sit here and say that, you know, like the way that people were you know, expressing how dumb those that got the vaccine were. And that triggered the heck out of me because I, I know I'm not dumb and I know I wasn't just doing what everybody else was doing. I made a decision and I knew that there could be a potential like this, this could not be good for me, right? This could not be good for me, but right now I'm more concerned of those around me. And so in my mind, I felt I was doing the right thing that was a decision that I felt at peace it doesn't mean that I wasn't scared I still was I genuinely was and so at the end of the day you know we can all sit here and we can all have our opinions about certain things we can all resist but I feel like as a whole we need to find ways to come more together. And that doesn't mean that I have to not believe in what I believe. Because I think that that's where people are wrong. It's not like just take everything and, you know, like forget your values, forget your foundation. Because I think it's important for them, for everybody to have something that is, that is true to them. I'm not saying that religions shouldn't exist. I think they're all beautiful and I think that there's something beautiful in all of them. And in the same manner that sometimes there's dark things in them because we're human and we, we are manipulated. And by allowing ourselves to be manipulated in the things that we believe in, the things we follow also have the same room to be manipulated. And so I think it's important to base, to, to have some form of awareness. And, and be able to gauge, hmm, this doesn't seem right. But at the same time, to not continue to allow ourselves to be manipulated, to be divided, to have some form of respect for each other. And again, I don't know how that would happen. I feel like even when I was a Christian, when I started to kind of resist that feeling of I need to be this way I need to be that way or I need to believe this way and I allowed myself to just kind of be I started finding 
myself again, even within the belief. And so when I started finding myself again, a part of me started resisting and rejecting everything to do with um, Christianity. Like it, it was bad. I went to the other extreme and I feel like that was wrong too, but I, it was necessary in some ways because it had to show me how easily you can go from one side to the other. Again, thinking that you have to choose a side. I can exist wherever I want and believe whatever I want. And anybody can come and tell me, well, you're not really a Christian. I don't care. I'm not here to please you or your way of believing because the reality of it is, is that I have free will and I can choose to believe how I want. And if you want to convince yourself or try to convince me that my way of believing or is just a way to, you know, live my life and then that's okay too because you have the right to believe that. But that is exactly what's creating the division and us not being able to to truly find like what exists in each of us, which is God. No matter what we say, no matter what we do, we're all created in his image. And he's in me, the same way he's in you, the same way he's in the mother that takes her babies, her babies away. Like, like the same way that he's in the kids who show up and take the lives of other kids. Like he exists in all of us, but we all have darkness too. It's like the story of the wolves. Which one do you feed? We all, in some way or another, contribute to becoming more like God or more like the darkness, the enemy, whatever you want to call him. We choose. Every day, you get up. You make a choice. Whether you believe or whether you don't believe, whether uh, you have some form of faith or whether you don't. And sometimes I see more of the enemy and religion than I do of God and the people that represent it. And I feel that that's where we've been, we're, we're being manipulated. And it's the same thing in politics. Like it's, that's, oh, that's all, I feel like it's gone dark. And so it's hard to exist in, in these spaces where you feel like it's, you're just constantly trying to fit in and play a role and I don't want to do that because all it does is separate me from others all it does is pull me away from myself and from God because the more disconnected I am from me the less connected I am to God at least that's what I've learned it doesn't mean I have it right every day it doesn't mean I'm doing wonderful every day it doesn't mean that I'm connected every single day but it means that I'm actively intentionally uh, functioning in that manner to where Instead of allowing myself to be triggered by certain things is allowing myself to remember that God is within everybody and that even when people are saying things that are wrong, it's like they're being, okay, they, they, they're being manipulated. It's not them. And it's funny because that's literally in the Bible, like her, our, I think I'm going to have to Google this one because I, I, know, I remember what it is, but I don't actually remember what it is. Um... So, let's see. Our, it's something about our battle. Our battle is not against flesh 
our battle. <sighs> For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And so that, that is what reminds me that every time I see somebody saying something that doesn't sit well with me, it's not them. It's not them. They're being manipulated or they're saying something against somebody else that could potentially hurt somebody, right? It's not them. They're making the choice to believe that because at the end of the day, we all have our responsibility. I don't have to, it's not like I have to say, okay, I have to, you know, I can create my boundary. I can say, uh -uh. no, thank you. I don't want to hear that. I, you know, I don't want to listen to that, but I don't also don't have to harden my heart towards that person because I think that is what is happening and we're not realizing it. And this is why what I, you know, the reason I started to say all this was that I find myself in a space where I refuse to belong to anything, right? Because it just feels like I'm being pulled in different directions and none of them feel right because if I'm not in one then oh I must be in the other and so now it's like no I am nowhere <laughs> I am here and again tomorrow my mind might change but it'll be because I decided not because I felt that I needed to choose and so that this just is kind of like an open question for you to ask yourself where in your life are you allowing yourself to be put in a box like I feel like I was putting God in a box I was trying to tell myself this is who he is and he doesn't belong in a box not the way that I've experienced him not the way that I know him there's no box <laughs> we create the boxes and then we try to put the things that we want in them. And there isn't. There's not one way to ever understand, express, please. It's, it's just, at least for me, again, respecting the fact that other people see it differently. And that it doesn't mean that they're wrong. Because the reality of it is, is that you, you, it's not about I'm right, you're right. Or um, I'm wrong and you're right. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's about what is true to you. Are you clear enough? Because the reality is that, yes, yeah, sometimes we don't, like, we shouldn't trust our emotions because our emotions uh, are convoluted with the things and experiences that we've been through. But it is your responsibility to clear those things, to heal those things, so then you can trust those emotions. Because our body is literally like it, it's communicating to us in every aspect and if you're not aligned and in tuned with your body with your emotions with your mind your heart if you're not really aligned then even if you are following a religion you're not understanding the purpose of what you're following because for you to really accept and understand again it's not about understanding because I think sometimes we can get stuck on trying to understand something. We're never going to understand God. Not at least in this life. 
We're not going to ever fully understand him. But there is a way to experience him. And so whatever it is that you believe, whatever it is that you're following, if you haven't cleared the things within you, that the experiences you've had, that everything, every relationship you have, the one with yourself, the one with God, it, it's, it comes from that. It, your experience will be based on that. And so it's easy for things to get clouded then for your judgment, for your uh, being able to trust yourself. Again, in Christianity, we say that, you know, we have the Holy Spirit that, that allows us to discern. Well, how, how can you differentiate your anxiety versus the Holy Spirit if you haven't gotten control of your anxiety? So you're scared all the time and therefore you won't try anything. Oh, that's the Holy Spirit telling me not to do that. Is it? Because you can really convince yourself of anything. So my point is we have a responsibility to ourselves and to our creator in some way. Because the more connected we are to him, to God, it, whatever you want to see him as. I always call him Papa. Uh, whatever you, whatever your connection is and, and how clear your connection is with yourself, the more you're going to be able to experience his love, his peace, his joy, and come out of those emotions that are holding you down and keeping you in a state of manipulation. I'm not here to tell you what to believe, what not to believe. I'm here to tell you that regardless what you believe, if you are not right with yourself and you're not clearing up the gunk, then you're just being manipulated. And so you're not fully allowing yourself to experience even your faith, your relationship with your children, with your spouse, with your coworkers, with your boss. Everything is coming from a state of reaction. And so... I finally realized what I had been doing my whole life. Kept trying to find a box to fit in, a place that I belonged. And ultimately I realized I, I don't want to belong to any of them. I want to belong to myself. And that might sound a little egotistical, but I know I'm not coming from that place of ego. It's quite opposite because it's like I want to belong to my true self which is my connection to God and which is my, the part of me that isn't functioning from my human part, which is not my ego. And that's not easy. It really isn't. Uh, I'm not saying I always have it right because I don't. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. It's like, it's a self-discovery. It's, it's truly realizing that until you don't really know the good and bad that exists within you and why, and how to manage those parts of yourself, then everything else is not real. It's not authentic. And it took me having to kind of go through the darkness that exists within me to be able to come out and be like, oh, and again, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's not like I like, it's not like, I, I really feel like it's a lifelong journey. But I'm definitely much better than I was before. Because I don't feel like I'm being pulled in different directions. I feel like 
sometimes I feel the pull, but I remind myself I don't need to go there. And it's okay. And it's okay because it's hard to sometimes have conversations with people who have one way of thinking. And then you come in and you're like, I don't, yeah. Because it's not that I want to shut down what anybody's saying or that I don't want to hear it. It's that if I'm open to hearing you, if you're open to hearing me and why it is that I feel like I don't want to pick a box. So I guess, this, I guess I think I said everything I wanted to say. And I, it's like almost like the way I felt it the day that it, like, I just, I always call it like, I feel like I'm downloading information. Like it just, something in me just turns on and then I just feel like, whoa. And obviously these are things that sometimes I already believe, but it's like almost the way that I am understanding it starts to make more sense. And so I want to share it because I know that I'm not alone in this. And I think that sometimes people, um, they, you know, we were like, I feel so lost. And, and that's what feeling lost is. It's thinking that you belong here, you belong there. And if you don't belong in those places and you don't know where you're at, well, you don't have to. You could be right where you're at. And that's where you need to be. And that's okay. And it took me a really long time to clearly see that, to clearly understand it, and to be able to say, this is how I'm choosing now to exist, to live my life. I feel it's more intentional. And I I'd still have certain things that trigger me. And I'm working through them because now I've chosen not to see triggers as something bad, but as an indication that something needs my attention. And while I'm not saying that that is easy, it's definitely a way to continue to explore yourself, understand and be able to live authentically. Because for a while I wasn't, I was living how I was I thought I needed to live. I was following the rules and doing what I th thought I needed to do. But the parts of me that had been wounded were still there. And so I was just trying to cover them up, saying, no, no, I'm going to pray this away. I'm going to, you know, I'm not saying prayer doesn't work. It absolutely does. But at the end of the day, action is required, too. We need to take action. And a lot of times things would feel better for a while and then it'd be back. And sometimes there's, it's, there's parts of me that I still haven't fully healed yet, but I'm aware that they exist. And so when something happens that that wound is exposed, I'm like, ah, I know what, I know what this is. I know where this is coming from. And so instead of just reacting, I have a choice. I can make a choice, an intentional choice and say, okay, I don't, this has nothing to do with anything else. This has to do with me and what exists in me. And this, I need to pay attention to this right now because obviously this is still a little raw. And so again, I'm not, I don't want to do this in any which way, shape or form to make anybody feel that their path is wrong that their beliefs are wrong, that their um, political stance is wrong, because I know that I can have 
really good conversations with people that feel passionate about something but still have the ability to respect somebody who thinks differently. And I respect that because I feel like if you are, if you can stand strongly in your values, you have a strong foundation as to why those values exist, I admire that. I admire that. But the people that do that are those that can respect when somebody doesn't see things the same way and not try to sit there and convince you that you need to see it their way. That's manipulation. And I've had a hard time learning that because I always tried to justify what I believed, what I saw, or, or the, way, the reason why I you know, uh, felt certain things. It's like I wanted people to see it my way because if you didn't understand me, then I meant I was wrong. <laughs> and so there was like this deep desire in me to have everybody agree with me. And that was fear. That was based on fear of not, of not truly actually believing what I was saying. And now I don't feel the need to try to convince anybody because the reality is that everybody has their way to connect, their way to believe, their way to exist in this world. The only thing I ask or, or I, you know, th that I kind of say when I'm having a discussion with somebody is like, like, are you... Are you good with yourself, right? Because if you're not, then the information that you have collected and the beliefs that you've set for yourself are, are literally just other people's perspectives that you've just taken on as your own because they resonated. But how do you know? How do you truly know? Is this really mine or is this my programming? This is how I've been programmed. And that's why I know that a lot of people don't, like, they reject hypnosis because they think that it's like your mind is being, oh, how do you call it, like brainwashed, I guess you could say, or like, but it's you taking control of that part of yourself that you had no control over. So while I understand that our parents, like, input in us values and beliefs, I still have them. <laughs> the things that my dad uh, like his faith it, it's actually stronger in me now because it's real it's authentic you know and so I I was able to gauge is this mine or is it not but there were certain things that came from my parents inability to know better that I was holding on to and that I believed to be true and they weren't things about myself things about um, how I should exist or how I should function in the world or how things should work. Like, nobody has the answer to that. Society has created all these, yeah, this is a way, this is a way at this end. But at the end of the day, nobody decides anything. Sure, yeah, there's, you know, timelines that you can meet, but really, who's living by those? Like, even kids walking and talking, like, that happens at a different time. You can have five kids and they can all have like a completely different, you can have, a you, you will have a completely different experience with all those children. They might walk at a different time. They may talk at a different time. You know, th their hand coordination, it, everything happens at the time that it's going to happen. 
And so we try to fit everything into a box. And when it doesn't fit, we start to think, what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. There's no box. <laughs> it's just this amazing world that we live in, which is hard sometimes. And if you really allow yourself to exist in it in a different state, it's beautiful. But that doesn't mean that there is not really hard things out there that exist. And I'm not saying you should ignore them or that you shouldn't be aware of them. But I think that we also should not allow ourselves to be consumed by it. Because you could be in a house with a roof over your head, electricity, air conditioning, food in the refrigerator. And if you're thinking about the people that don't have food, then now you've allowed yourself to not feel grateful for what you have. And I know that that's something that I kept experiencing because I felt guilt of like, why do I have these things? And then there's people out there that don't even have food to give their children. So, okay, well, what can I do about that? If, if that bothers me, then there's something I need to do about it. But not sit here and not feel grateful for the fact that I do have it because now I'm allowing myself to feed the darkness, feed that which is not of God. Because having thanksgiving in your heart, it's a real thing. But it's not just saying it, it's not just praying it, it's actually allowing your whole entire body to experience it, to feel the gratitude. In everything that exists, there's good. And in everything that exists, there's bad. How are you gauging what that is? Have you recognized what's good and bad within you? Because we have both. And no matter how much we try to ignore the bad, it's still there. And the only way you overcome it is by facing it. It's by acknowledging it, knowing it exists. But you can only ignore it for so long until something comes along and triggers it. And then you cave. And then you're like, oh, but I'm human. Yeah, sure. But how long before this consumes you? So, again, sharing what's in my heart, sharing what's in my soul, sharing what's come to me and what I feel and where I'm at in my life. But you don't have to believe everything I say. <laughs> I am but a mere human here, a soul who is navigating this world and trying to live it as best as I could and genuinely feel grateful for existing, for living. And then I want to share that. I want to share my experiences. I want to be honest. I want to be vulnerable. And I always want to do that from a place that is not like I have it all figured out because I don't. I'm figuring it out every day. Until the day I take my last breath, I hope I learn something new. But that's me. <laughs> that's not everybody. But that's me. And I'm okay with that. Thank you so much for listening. I feel like I could talk on this topic for a long time. And I would love to have somebody on to talk about this with. Because I feel like having a different perspective will be able to create better conversation and for me to learn maybe something that I haven't like a, a different perspective that maybe I haven't seen yet so thank you for listening thank you for being a part of this thank you for your support and as always stay curious stay open 
but just love and be vulnerable. It's okay to say you don't know. I don't know everything. And that's okay. I'm going to be figuring it out though. <laughs> Bye guys. Have a great day.